Quickly, say something controversial. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pint of Politics podcast. This is episode nine, I believe. Um, so we're getting through, we're getting through quite a few. Um, and, you know, people are enjoying them, clearly, which is uh, what we keep making them. Um, I'm delighted to say I'm once again joined by my good friend and co-host, Sam Howard. How are you doing, Sam? Hey, man, I can't complain. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. We're, uh, we're waiting uh, on Joel's appearance at some point. We, uh, we, we, you know, waiting on him. He's like I say, unreliable individual. So you can't really decide to get a shower five minutes before we start recording. Yeah, he's he's always does that, doesn't he? Like and just right. But anyway, to be fair, we don't need a third voice because we've already got one. Uh, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined uh, by Liam. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm very good, mate. Are you? Yeah, not too bad, not bad. So uh, Liam is, for those who don't know, um, he's one of my, uh, well, we'll, say, we'll say Twitter friends, I guess. You, 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 <laughs> you, that, that, that sounds so, yeah, doesn't it? That it sounds horrible. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's uh, basically known through Twitter. Uh, and those of you who do listen to our episodes might remember the, uh, the story that uh, we did, the uplifting story that we do at the end of every episode. Um the one we did, I think I can't remember the episode of Top Eight, it might have been episode five, uh, did involve Liam in his in his tweet and his work colleague, um, where you know they gave him uh, I think four hundred people donated four hundred quid, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. Liam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, United like United shirt as well, but that which I've actually I had United on the phone the other day, I've actually been sent to send it off. Oh really oh, nice sorry. one. They're gonna yeah, send yeah, it back signed sign it. then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, quality. I hate, I hate United as well. I didn't even want it in my house, mate. I woke up in the morning, looked at it, and it had already thrown itself on the floor. What in a pen, mate? I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So um, Liam basically uh, is, you know, quite politically uh, politically engaged. I think it's fair to say, and uh, you know, said uh, I'd love to come on. So I'm happy to have anyone on. So if anyone else, you know, wants to wants to contact me and you know get on the podcast, then I'll happily give anyone. Uh, give anyone a time of day to come on. I think it's nice to have different voices and different opinions on where we can. Um, we'll dive right into what we're drinking then, and I'll start with our guest Liam. What are we uh, what are we drinking today? Uh, just a Corona, mate. Spog standard, nature of the times. Do you know what I mean? Four point five percent, mate. Can't go wrong. Get me a Corona. Nah, can't go wrong. It's a solid shout, a Corona. To be fair, um, definitely, definitely over the weekend was proper good weather for a for a Corona. I reckon that you know some yeah, wave. Huh? Bit of sun. Yeah, well, you thought it was like summer again, and it was just yeah. I think everyone sort of lost their heads. Um, Sam, you're enjoying a rather interesting uh, beverage. What what is it? Do you want to tell everyone? Well, I think we're both waiting on the Kirksall sponsorship. So I've got another Kirksall. Oh mate, they just refused to reply to my yeah. DMs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's called Dexter. It's a salted caramel stout. Um, it's interesting. But if they're up from Kirksall listening, it's lovely, and I think you should send us some more. Yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with the line. It's lovely. Yeah. I'll just edit the bit out where you said interesting in a bad. We'll go for what I'm drinking, which is a, a Camden Hills. So, you know, pretty mainstream. Um, but it's, I think it's quite nice. Big bottle though, 660 mil. So, you know, hopefully I can hack it. I have eaten a lot today. So um, we'll be all right there. I'll the ask Joel what he's having. You can get you to get pissed. Oh, mate. <laughs> it depends, really. It's all, it, it's all varies. You know, it's can sometimes be 
10 minutes uh you know if i hadn't eaten enough and yeah so i was asked joel what he's drinking i can i can you know see what he's gonna drink it's gonna be a, a hot house 13 so i'll just tell you that and he's probably gonna like it um i don't know i like it so uh yeah but again still not here so we wait for his for his uh his return so yeah we'll jump into uh a bit of uh, actual content shall we so I just wanted to ask you, Liam, about that that viral sort of video that we had uh, go around on Twitter. And it did get, weirdly, some negative backlash, which as I feel like you, you do anyway on Twitter. You could do anything on that on that platform and people will still find something to take issue with. Um, so like, what did you like make of that, really? Did it did it really have an impact on you or were you just sort of like, well, they're, you know, talking bollocks, so it doesn't matter? Yeah, well, there was like a couple, like the, the main things that people were saying is like, oh, no social distancing, no masks, which is like standard. I sort of expected that. But um, that was just like light work. The thing that annoyed me the most, to be honest, was people saying that the only reason I'd done it was to like, um, like make myself look good or just stuff like that, which I just like that, that actually annoyed me because like um, obviously a lot of people who saw the video didn't actually realise what had gone on the week. Like one thing that annoyed me actually was um, people compared it to like, we're like, oh, you just like those people who feed homeless people and record it. And oh, I was just right, like, yeah. oh, oh, mate, honestly, I was like, that's just ridiculous. Um, because like a lot of people didn't realise the week before uh, when he actually got mugged, I'd like, I'd said it about it on Twitter and like a few people had got in touch about it and said, oh, why don't you do a, like a fundraiser? So that was what's like, that's how I started the fundraiser. And then people, like obviously people that I didn't know on Twitter donated, but then a lot of people who I didn't even know, I only knew them like, like yourself, like Twitter mutual, uh, mutuals. Uh, they like, obviously ended up donating and that. So then the reason I put it on Twitter was so that the people I didn't know could see where the money had gone. Obviously, yeah. I had no idea that it was going to go as viral as it did. I just did it more to show people where the money had gone. Like, yeah, And then obviously when it started blowing up and that, I was just like, well, it's a good positive story, spreads the love a bit. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. The, the, the no mask thing was just like you clearly just clicked on this and just thought how can I be the biggest dickhead about I'm going to say about masks and that and social yeah, distancing yeah. it's like we literally work in a shop like I don't know anyone who's worked at a Sainsbury's or even in a supermarket will know but whilst you're on the shop floor yeah masks and social distancing but when you're downstairs it's impossible when you're in a warehouse moving things to social distance anyway so yeah. do you know what I mean you basically li- like live with these people who you work full time with so yeah 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 you know what I mean? And like, how many people will I deal with in a day in a shop? Like 500, 1,000? Like, if I'm going to get COVID, I'm not going to get it from my colleague. I'm going to yeah, get it exactly. from some fucking idiot who comes in. Like, do you know what I mean? Not like from there. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was a bit it was a bit stupid, really. And um, yeah, I think it was just a bit bit unwarranted, obviously. But uh, yeah. I was but, like, I took it off the chin. I was more bothered about the, uh, yeah, people saying like, oh, you're just doing it to look good, comparing me to feeding homeless people. Good. That did made in a bit, but you have to just sort of rise above it, don't you? Because it's like, yeah, like the for every one negative comment, there'd be a hundred people saying, "Oh, this is great to see." So, but the one negative comments, what sticks? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like I say, it was a really nice video in general, and um, yeah, nice you got to sort of get rid of the. You you got a blanket out. I feel like you get shit on Twitter, whatever you do. To be honest, you oh, can mate, honestly, solve, solve world peace, and someone will still like find <laughs> issue with it. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll move on to uh, something else I wanted to talk about because um, we have got Joel with us now. Joel, do you want to say hello to the listeners? Hello. Yeah. Why did you say that? Like that? What? Just a bit of a. Like, oh fuck it. Yeah. Don't drink as well. We covered that. <laughs> you covered me for me. Yeah. Yeah. We did cover what you're drinking. Uh, do you want to have a sip? And How is it, it nice? Tell you what, over 10, I'd give a 30 in. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hot house 30. 30. <laughs> 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 um, 
Yeah, I'm going to go. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> that was shocking, Van. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so, Liam, something I want to talk about with you was just the sort of general direction um, of the Labour Party because it's something that we do talk about, uh, you know, a fair bit um, on on Twitter and stuff. And I think it's not not unfair to say that you, you're not particularly. Uh, happy with the direction of the party at the moment is that is that a fair observation yeah that's, a, that's definitely a fair evaluation mate 100 percent. so um what what were your kind of if you had to like align yourself on like the sort of labor spectrum where would you put yourself i suppose like what how far to the left i guess is, is... I'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty far out like yeah like uh yeah i'm pretty far left to be fair um, I feel like it's often a misconception, especially among people right wing, between being far left and being like ultra liberal, because it's yeah. often confused. It's like if you're far left, then you're just like this ultra liberal uh, individual as well. Whereas like people forget that being left wing is is an economic system. It's not based on like what your beliefs are on liberalism, should we say? Yeah, it's a good um, point. Not hard to say that I'm just some fucking dickhead who's like, oh, I hate everyone who's liberal. You know what I mean? That's just no, like. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I'm far left, I'd say, in terms of economics. Fair enough, fair enough. So what were your particular views on um, like Corbyn and his leadership? Was I mean, I'm assuming that's obviously someone you vote, well, you didn't vote directly for him, obviously, because you don't live in Islington. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I voted for like, obviously, the uh, Corbyn-led Labour. Yeah, yeah. Um, my opinions on Corbyn, right, was I agreed with a lot of the things that he said. Uh, I did like him, but I equally understand that he was unelectable. Um, some people came like he came across as quite like a soft leader and that he was yeah, a bit wet I suppose is probably the word that you're looking for so yeah like it, but I did like him I liked his policies I feel like he was unfairly vilified by the media a lot um, I mean like all the IRA stuff like they're putting pictures of him with like Martin McGuinness and that but a picture means nothing like there's pictures of the Queen with Martin McGuinness and she part of the IRA now as well do you know what <laughs> I mean it's a good like, it's, it, do you know what I mean like it's, it's just things like that Prince Philip you've seen him with um with like Martin McGuinness as well. So yeah. I feel like the paper's just like led with this whole, oh, he's a communist and everything. And just basically just, yeah, like fill the sun in the Daily Mail, which are the two most bought papers. And you're going to fucking convince the masses that he's this terrorist sympathizing lunatic. Yeah. So yeah, like, I, feel, I feel like those accusations are a bit unfair, but unwarranted on him. I mean, he's always been a pacifist. So like the whole IRA link was more to do with making peace between the two countries. Um, but yeah, I like if anyone like if anyone's argument is, oh, I feel like he was a, like he came across as a weak leader or a bit soft. Then yeah, I take that on board because like even though I, I liked him, I can see yeah like, why people would think that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you want to go into the topic of you know royal scene with dodgy people, you can talk about <laughs> Prince Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein. Oh man, um, <laughs> I just saw a tweet. I just saw a tweet like that earlier, but I think it might be your tweet. Of the week, yeah, so I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna steal it. I'm not gonna say it yet. Oh, I think I know which one it is. Yeah, probably. Um, we'll get onto that later. Um, so yeah, obviously you mentioned the fact. I, I do agree to some extent with the sort of points uh, about media being um, media about Corbyn being attacked by the media. Uh, I think it's, you know, it is fair. He was, I think, quite uh, ruthlessly hounded by them. Um, and, you know, like say, whether people, you know, view that as right or wrong, but I think the Conservatives equally within their ranks have got some dodgy people and who have met dodgy people and deal and, you know, stuff like that, have, you know, fairly questionable views. I think that's just the nature of general politics and, you know, high profile politicians. They've all got sort of skeletons in their closet, as it were. Um, so obviously... Uh, you mentioned that Corbyn was unelectable. Would you rather sort of, well, it's going to be a stupid question, but I make it a would you rather, but 
if you had to sort of accept a centrist leader in Keir Starmer um, to get elected, is that to get Labour into into government? Is that a sort of acceptable price to pay? I see. I had this conversation with someone the other day um, about this. Like, for me, the choice between a Keir Starmer Labour and like, and obviously the Tories is the Tories are stupid and evil, whereas Labour are just fucking stupid for me. So like, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's, you've got to, like, I wouldn't be happy with that Labour government getting in, but it's like a lesser of two evils for me. Yeah. But to be honest, like the, the, the scale these days between the two parties is so minute. You've got like, they're basically just both centrist parties. You've got one that's slightly to the right and one that's slightly to the left. So someone who's like far left for an economic system like myself, I'm obviously not going to be happy with either but it's just like, yeah, like I say, the lesser of two evils. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. yeah like, no. I, what was the question? Would I be happy about it? I wouldn't say I'd be happy about it, but I'd be, like, I'd be more it. intrigued in where it would go and like, yeah, let's see what would happen. But I wouldn't be happy about it, so to speak, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I sort, I sort of felt like it was a bit of a lesser of two evils vote what when I this? voted at the... Well, it kind of always is, yeah. It's, a party, it's the issue with the two-party system. That's what it does. And it's in every two-party yeah. system. It's awful when we move into the centre. Yeah, just... But then you get periods of, like, polarisation. And then that that hasn't happened. When's the last time that anyone polarised, really? Like, Thatcher, Thatcher, Thatcher? Yeah. Yeah. And then that uh, also ends in a fucking crisis. Like, well, you could, well, you could argue that Corbyn polarised, but it didn't. it wasn't successful, maybe. Yeah. So I guess that's then potentially vindicates a more centrist approach. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah. And it's tend to move out wide has always resulted in parties running back, straight back into the middle. Or comes up with a vacuum. Yeah. Imagine that, man. Imagine if both parties just polarise and then all of a sudden Lib Dems are getting voted in. <laughs> <laughs> that is a feature I don't want to quality, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I do, I do agree there. It is very much a sort of centre center system at the moment, like centrist system. Is the right word, um, and it is like you know, like I say, Keir Starmer and and you know the One Nation sort of element of conservatism is sort of yeah, it's sort of two sides of the same coin, I guess you well, I guess you could say, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you, not just think that if, do you not just think that if Keir Starmer wasn't the leader of Labour, he'd either be the leader of the Tories or the Fulham manager? <laughs> that's just the type of guy that he is mate do you know I didn't know, where you, was, I didn't know where you was going with that you were uh, leader of Tories or uh, Fulham manager was not what I was expecting <laughs> but now you say it, you, it he, I can say if, he was, if Scotty Parker <laughs> Scotty Parker's got to watch his job mate because Keir Starmer's is that boring <laughs> London <laughs> sort of like mate honestly he'd be signing the whole squad as well in mate trust me like, yeah. if he was in the Tories he'd be someone's bitch he'd be running around he, he'd, he'd have his hand in Dominic Ro- uh, Rob's pocket like you know when they put the pocket <laughs> well, inside like, out uh, prison break yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would not he would not have anywhere to stand in the Tory party like yeah I don't know I do I, I, there is a lot of people who do uh, criticise Starmer's sort of uh, you know red Tory which is a sort of name <laughs> to him but you know yeah what do you think about Starmer Sam is it someone obviously as a as a conservative yourself, um, and as Liam called you, stupid and evil. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you reckon? Uh, is that is uh, is Keir Starmer someone that you know could persuade you, uh, someone who's conservative What's but moderately vote? conservative, to vote for him? No, no. Short answer, no. For what reason? Like for, his, poli- for, his, for his personality or for his politics? Based purely per- on his politics. Okay. Oh, based purely on his politics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are his politics? Right, tell, just tell, me, he, he tell me right now. Tell me right now what his policies are. To be fair, I, I can't. I can't really. Uh, yeah, I can't, that's I, his issue. No one keeps saying what Starmer's about because he changed everything. I, yeah, I, I genuinely have no idea. Like, yeah. what has he actually done? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's yeah. just when, when offers no opposition. Like, oh, sorry. 
Yeah, no, go on, mate. You're right. When he first got like announced that, uh, like when the all the, when Corwin like announced that he was stepping down, and then like uh, like there was all these people in the running for it. Uh, I didn't like know Storm whatsoever. And then from what I heard from people like secondhand, apparently it was like going to be Blairite, right? And I, I like I, that's what I was expecting. I'm I'm not conservative, but in no way, shape, or form, I'll labour either. I kind of don't align with anything. It's really annoying. So when I heard that, I'd say that I am quite Blairite though. So when I heard that, he, when he became elected and I, uh, when he was like nominated as party leader, I kind of thought like, oh, I might actually be able to vote for him. And I was having high hopes. And then the fuck, they, like the past, like how long has he been in now as leader? Yeah. About yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. It's yeah. just been yeah. awful. He's done nothing. He annoys me more than any member of parliament. So currently. Yes. Yes, more yeah. than any member of parliament. <laughs> oh, mate, that's Genuine. a bold... No, no, that's an MP. You know? <laughs> Him. <laughs> he's just he's like a little um he's like a having that he's not human is he he's any, <laughs> that's he's the point him. no but like because he's such an i mean i was my hancock's arguably more important than him but because he is such an important person as a leader of the opposition and he just doesn't do it like you know if polit- politics was sport right and yes. you you he, like imagine stormer is labor's striker right you you want a prolific person up top don't you you want someone who can run you didn't want someone who doesn't fucking jog for the ball right <laughs> That's why he is. He's just useless. So yesterday, we were watching PMQs. He chose to spoke. So yesterday was the day of the budget oh. and nearly the roadmap. And he was asking questions about Yemen. Oh, yeah, I didn't actually have a problem with him asking about Yemen because it, it, there is a bit of a crisis at the minute. And like, it's, they yeah. reckon about 400,000 children are going to be uh, starving there if it's not sorted. So um, I didn't, I actually agreed with him, his line of, uh, of questioning there uh, towards the Prime Minister, to be honest. I yeah, I was just thinking a bit, he chose he watched how you get you get like five six questions yeah you get a limit so you would he you chose he dedicated all five or six to it which is right, like, yeah. yeah yeah that's that's no, probably I, a bit I, 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 yeah that, that's more, more maybe my point you would have thought he could have asked maybe a question about if the budget which had already been majorly leaked that, or that being said did you see what um labor released on i saw it on their instagram but i imagine it would be on all socials they made like a little snippet it like it looks like it would be like an inspirational video with all like the filters and all the dramatic like um sequences between like photos and that but it was just like basically slagging off um like rishi and his budget but it was just like awful it was so like petty they just don't like there's nothing in the party currently that offers any like alternative or like fight of opposition like even if even if they do oppose i was going through the comments as well and everyone's just like so apathetic with them just yeah. like it's just but it's I think awful the party is a bit lost oh, yeah, it's, it's lost the lost a good word for it yeah, i've listened from the outside it's, it's kind of a lost party yeah, so youtubers might be able to yeah how do you feel about that actually i think they are lost i, I don't Can I pose I... the question to use yeah yeah Right, so um, here's a question for you. Right, if you swapped Rishi Sunak and Keir Starmer around, would you even notice the difference between the two of them? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they are very similar politicians, but just either side of it. Like, I'd even go as far to say that Rishi Sunak has got more charisma, he's probably better to listen to, and he's more competent than Keir Starmer. Yeah. And this guy's a conservative who are like, my sworn enemy. No, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's the way that I, I would pose it. Like, yeah. if you swap them two around, you probably you probably got the same person near enough, like politics wise. Do you know what I mean? And that for me is just showing that the like, like you've basically just got Tories and then like B Tech Tories. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, there's no opposition, is there? Do you know Leeds, what I mean? Leeds Beckett Tories. He, he is definitely a, he, he's, <laughs> <laughs> saying that. Like, wait, Rishi Sunak went away. He went Oxford educated and also Stamford in America educated. Right, Keir Starmer came here. Massive, yeah. Keir Starmer came to Leeds Uni. He used to live on um. Oh, where is it? It's down the road. Man, 
It's no. where it's got all the basements. Oh, he got to write that. Oh, Chestnut Avenue, he used to live on. Literally, <laughs> it's a few streets away. Like, oh, man. I know his house. I've been in. You've been in a case of his own. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To claim that. How's it done? What was your point? Yeah, basically, he is literally a BTEC. Like, you've got, and also he's got his background in like a bit of law and that. And then Rishi Sunak's like an economic genius, supposedly. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I feel like obviously the way that they've both like lived their lives might be slightly different. Obviously, Rishi Sunak, I think he's married to a billionaire, isn't he? And stuff like that. I think I saw, I saw a tweet saying that she was. I don't know if it's true or if it was like, oh, but I'll take a face yeah, on the way they've lived their lives might be slightly different, but in terms of like actual politics, like another, like I did a uh, criminology and politics degree at uni, I'm currently doing a master's in criminology as well. So obviously I study about like drug policy. That's one of the main things that I study in. I'm actually majoring in that. Um, and like the other day, like even Starmer, his opinion on drug policy, his opinion on drug, it was just ridiculous. Like he was like, oh, the current system's fine. And it's like, mate, you need to read a book about like, <laughs> like look at Portugal for Christ's sake. They've like, um, decriminalized drug use and like heroin overdoses have gone down by half just mm. by making it like you have to go to rehab instead of putting like if you put someone who's a heroin addict in prison for 10 years okay. all they're going to do is either do heroin whilst they're in there or come out and carry on doing heroin mm. it doesn't improve society anymore you might as well try and rehabilitate that person to get them off drugs and then make them an active part of society also and he's just anti all of that it just doesn't make sense to me at all Makes the guy just doesn't make sense to me to be honest yeah no no, yeah, it does make drug use safer to be fair. Um, <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was gonna say this last week on last week's pod. I asked if we could get a, a squeeze little segment in, but uh, also, yeah, no, about yes. uh, what Starmer came out and said because he was like, yeah, right. basically, his argument was because he, uh, but what was he that before he was um, even involved in politics? So it was something to do. Yeah, he's barrister. Yeah. And his uh, argument for like his uh, view that he holds on drug use is that he's seen it like destroy so many lives and do terrible things because of the job that he was in and like as a barrister and he can see like the damage of the drugs so he would never like ever consider like loosening it he thinks that it's yeah. ideal the way it is now the only reason that he sees that damage is because he viewed it as a barrister in the current system yeah because yeah. like it's yeah. such a biased perspective yeah no but definitely speaking of drugs um have how, you seen we, what... how have we got on sorry drugs? sorry i can i just you mention drugs to your eyes lit up when i brought yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen this is a cool snippet have you seen what uh, Boris Johnson has said to uh, announced? I think it was two days ago. Well, he's going to try wean, like make it as bad as drug trial. No, no, he's uh, trying. To, he's yeah. trying to wean the middle class off of cocaine because it fuels drug crime. Don't worry about the working class, though. Yeah, no, don't care about you the, they can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, does does the middle class give a shit about gang fuel, like drug fuel, gang crime? We divulge, we divulge <laughs> away from the top of your stomach. Yeah, I, yeah. I personally, I don't think he's a um, Who's he's a man to take Labour forward. Uh, well, what do you I mean? don't know, Liam, do you have, have said? What, me, personally? Yeah. Um, I quite, well, I liked Angela Rayner until all that expensive, expensive. stuff came out uh, last week. Um, but yeah, I've, I've heard a case put forward for Dawn Butler as well, which I wouldn't be completely averse to. Um, it's got to be Andy Burnham for me, mate, all day long. Could be a shout, to be fair. Yeah, but I mean, would he... Yeah, the Man Mayor of Manchester. But I don't know whether he'd be coached the way... Well, to be fair, if he was offered the position of... If he could get the position of Labour leader, he probably would yeah. give up uh, Mayor of Manchester. But I, think I mean, he, he went yeah. for leadership in 2015, didn't he? But was defeated by Corbyn, which yeah. like, is probably, in hindsight, one of the worst things to ever happen because... Andy Burnham would have uh, either given a pr- proper strong opposition, mate. He's well-respected. Obviously, I live in Manchester. 
he's very well respected around here, even by conservatives who live in the area. Oh, they really? like really respect him as like what he's about because he, he fights for what he believes in and he'd, he'd just be a strong leader. But yeah, 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 he'd have to be weaned away from uh, the mayor role, which I think yeah, the people definitely. of Manchester would have a problem with that. Yeah, no, I think he's quite, I think imagine, he's quite imagine him competing against me in like yeah, just any like, standoff. Like, the, yeah, he would have, he would have absolutely have destroyed her. Yeah, especially yeah. after how poorly that, that election campaign has run. Yeah. yeah. Like well, her walking on the stage and like, dancing, like, dancing on the stage <laughs> running through fields of wheat. Yeah. And he's you just got what? like Oasis Blair you know, and like, speaking to the people. A Labour MP that I used to like before he went to what is it Change UK and then Lost and Sea. I used to really like Chuck Ramona. Yeah. I had I saw him talk once. I was like, you know what? Change Disappeared, hasn't it? Yeah, did yeah. they just? Change, no, 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 all of these people that right, right, moved to Change UK. They're no longer MPs. Seat. There was twelve of them. They, <laughs> they, they all, all lost their seats. They thought they were doing something. Um, yeah, yeah, they thought they did well. They obviously didn't. Uh, but yeah, so I just asked a quick fire question to everyone uh, involved here. Um, we'll start with you, Joel, and it's just a yes/no. Can Keir Starmer be the next prime minister? Just yes/no. Yes/no. Yeah. 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 Sam. No. Liam? Yes or no? Uh, I'm going to have to say yeah, I suppose. And I'll have to say no as well. So that makes it too all. I got asked this on a... I went I went on another uh, podcast last night, um, Talk Tonight podcast, which is like a music-based one. But they asked me, who do you think is going to win the next election? And I said the Conservatives. Yeah, conservative. I think conservatives will win. But, but I said as well, three years from now, it's hard. It's completely impossible to predict an election. Like that's three, three years, years. From, right? From, oh yeah, but okay. Let's say three years from now, if there was an election tomorrow, I'd. Tories I don't know. Tories. I, I, actually don't like tomorrow. I think, but I'd probably still say conservatives. I, people think they've yeah, done a great job. Like, people see Rishi Sunak. But going back to the point, I think it was briefly mentioned earlier. People, you know, talking about Rishi Sunak. You know, he's not. Go back in. You know, in ten years from now, we will not be. Uh, hailing him as an economic genius when we're, you know, paying back the costs of the. Wait, well, I mean, lockdown. we've got three years to see how he deals with it. So, so really, the budget tomorrow is going to increase. It won't be the chance. Elect- electorally speaking, the COVID has hit the country at the best time possible for, for the, the incumbents. Yeah, like I think mm-hmm. it's yeah, I suppose, yeah, right at the start. I think what what they'd say is like, look, <laughs> furlough scheme, most generous, and it is one of the most generous yeah. payment schemes in. Like the world in mm. regard to keeping people's livelihood going. Well, me and you were watching that together. I yeah. kept on, he reiterated yeah, like, seconds, 30 seconds, seconds it is the most back. generous, the best one in the world. And yeah. I was like, there's a reason it's the fucking best in the world because we're the worst in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till we have to. Do you play. know what? Like, you know what? I think the conservative strategy is going to be for the before the next election, right? I can see it coming. What they'll do is they'll make Johnson the fall guy, right? They'll make him the fall guy. They'll blame all the bad things about the past few years on him. They'll put Sunak forward as the leader and they'll be like, this is the guy that saved everyone's that's jobs. What, that's what I was saying. You know what I mean? If they'll be stupid not to, it's the perfect PR move before yeah. the next election. Yeah, if they don't do that, they've missed the trick that's completely. That's, that's, yeah. that's what you told You asked me one of the other pods who... Who I think will be the next leader? I said Sunak. Yeah, he did that season. He'll be. Yeah, I agree. I think if they don't put him in, then they just completely missed. Boris will be chucked. Boris was put in to get Brexit done. He's done that. Yeah, he'll be chucked in a couple. There'll be a leadership challenge in a couple of years. There already is votes for the leadership challenge. A couple of years, he'll be gone, and then Sunak in just in time for the next election, and then boom. Yeah. Heard it, heard it here first on the Pint of Politics podcast. <laughs> so when that happens, we, I mean, def- someone else has definitely said that already before. Unless, re- um, unless Reform UK, but there we go. Caught and cause a rock. Not Nigel yeah. Farage, no chance. Uh, we'll move on because I feel like we spoke about that for, for a fair amount of time. But it was obviously good discussion. Um, you know, saying that's a very interesting issue that the way the Labour Party is going um, as the opposition and whether they can be the government. Who knows? Um, you know, that is uh, time will tell. 
we'll move on to a bit more, something a bit more lighthearted, um, which is the tweet of the week. Um, essentially, uh, we've all uh, got a tweet of the week, except Joel, as usual. Don't have Twitter. Um, don't Someone have Twitter. Someone wants to make me a Twitter account. How you, you know, make yourself a Twitter account? I know. So yeah, we'll start with our with our guest uh, Liam. Do you have a tweet of the week? Right, yeah, mine's a quite serious. It's not a really a funny one. The one that I've gone for is Prince Harry is being the husband he knew his mother Diana deserved. Bloody oh, hell, yeah. that's deep, that isn't it? <laughs> yeah, deep, mate. Very deep. I mean, it's slightly Oedipus complex, but we'll run with it anyway. Um, yeah. No, I guess. Yeah. I just, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think the way that his wife's been vilified, like, in the media is just ridiculous. I mean, have you seen that Buckingham Palace are now trying to sue her for bullying or something? Yeah, Like, yeah. it's just ridiculous the way that they've gone after her. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it was about time that, um, I think it was about time that, yeah, I, I'm not surprised that he got off. Like, he'd be damned if, if the same thing happened to his wife as what happened to his mother, yeah. the way that she yeah. was vilified in the press. I mean, obviously... Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theory. That is endorsed. Part of politics endorsed. The queen. <laughs> the queen killed Diane. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't do an episode next week, you'll know you why. That, you'll not get the calls. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> for a while. Yeah. I love that. Like the idea, like that the like people had anything to do with it, and it was assassination. Like how reliable are car crashes are killing people? It's a hundred percent fatality every time. <laughs> no one ever survives a car crash. Yeah. No. It's an yeah. uh, interesting theory. But yeah, no, that is, that is an interesting, uh, interesting tweet, an interesting point. And um, so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll move on to Sam. Do you have a, a tweet of the week for us? Yeah, so mine's kind of building on that. So it's a, oh, yeah, it is actually. It's yeah, directly related. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so Daily Mail article, Buckingham Palace launches probe into allegations, Meghan Markle bullied royal staff. Someone's retweeted it, James underscore X27. Absolutely nothing when Prince Andrew launches probe into a 13-year-old, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was awful. laughing. That was superb. I was, yeah, I retweeted that earlier. It was, uh, it was a really good tweet that I, I did laugh. So if there um, is an episode next week, you know what? Yeah, it, I think it does. It sums it up quite succinctly, really. They, they inquire into, you know, bullying allegations, which obviously, you know, bullying is a serious allegation, no doubt about it, but they refuse to, you know, condemn a man who spent his time with... Let's not talk about it, mate. They refuse to condemn a nonce. No, fair enough, fair so enough. Yeah, that's they, they, that is, yeah. Well, I can't just call it... No, I name it like... I name the episode like either one word or two words. I can't just name it nonce. Call it, he's a nonce. <laughs> episode episode nine nonce. I'm not going to get featuring. Well, it might. Yeah, it might get, Liam Mason. Yeah, I'll put, I'll put Liam Liam's name in it. That's it. You'll, you'll lose your job by tomorrow, mate. Be, um, yeah. So there you go. Um, my tweet of the week is uh, one that was made a uh, made an entry to the didn't happen of the year awards. Um, it was from some people might know her. Her um her at on Twitter is um pasta is sick, which is she, oh, she's, she's like, from Blackpool, mate. Is she? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah. Um, from my area, man. She's quite infamous. You might know her from. They were promoting their OnlyFans, but together, like both. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were both oh. in. This isn't even a tweet of the week, but it could be. Um, it's not. It's <laughs> mate, not that news. Could be tweet of the century, though. No, it's not news that, though, is it? Um, yeah, no, they were both promoting their OnlyFans. Only fans, though, isn't it? There was a, no, I don't think it is. They were separate. It was a, it was a picture of them both. You had a look in. Anyway, I did not have a look into that. No, no, I did not. Definitely um, don't. She, yeah, she is listening. Although she does listen, just for the record, I, I did not listen to. I did not click on that. Um, but yeah, she did a tweet this week that got picked up by Didn't Happen the Year Awards, 
which was uh, she tweeted something like I can't remember off the top of my head, but I can remember it roughly. Uh, I, I was in Asda today, and there was a little girl walking with her mum with a trolley in front of me, and she turned around, looked at me, and said and said to her mum, "Mummy, that's the girl that Daddy watches on the computer." Just complete bollocks. I just thought it was yeah, hilarious. That's just absolute bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally, so many people jumped on it and just, uh, yeah, you know, gave her a bit of a, a bit of slack for for that. So yeah, there's the the three tweets of the week um, from our four from our four participants in this podcast. Joel just needs to fix up. We need to we need to claim we need to change the uh, tweet of the week feature for him so just like sweet Joel just has to do it something funny of the week um <laughs> we'll ch- doesn't quite have a ring to it though does right. it um but yeah we'll move on to a, a second uh if you like fun feature well like I said I've been trying to put these into uh been trying to put these on sort of every episode because uh, I was te- I was conscious of the fact that it's quite heavy at times uh politically and I you know I do want to make it uh light-hearted where I can um so we have had uh, we had the political five-a-side team uh, a couple of weeks ago. And last week we had Joel, we had the pub night, which Joel has won both of them. I put, mm. uh, well, I didn't put a poll up for the five-a-side team because Joel found the loophole <laughs> where it was like, he was putting Pele in his team because he'd been minister of sport. It was, it was stupid. Oh. Um, yeah, he, he was that guy. You were that guy, were you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't he, lose. He was proud of himself, to be fair. So yeah, I didn't put a poll up for that, but I did put polls up for the... Um, for the pub night, which we, we spoke about last week, and you you won the main one on Twitter, uh, Joel. So you know, well done. Thank um, you. I, to be fair though, I put a poll on Instagram which less people voted in, and you won. Sam. Why that one? Why was yeah, shite? Do you know what he means by less people voted in? Sam voted in it. Yeah, he created a public account. Me by account. Yeah, you your private. So so Joel's currently leading that. If, you, if we're going to want to make a leaderboard, then uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll have. Two nil, Joel. Uh, two, Feel that two, out. two nil, nil. Um, but we'll move on. The next one that I've got for uh, everyone this week uh, is a political boxing match. Um, I wanted, I asked them for a main event and the main undercard uh, for for this uh, event. So we'll go. We'll start with our, with our guest first, uh, Liam. Who is your? We'll start with your undercards and then go for your main event. Right, the undercard, you, you might not even know who this MP is. Um, you might know who he is, Sam. He's called Scott Benton. He's the MP for Blackpool South. It's the first Conservative oh, MP they've had in like 20-odd years. Yeah, um, And I know this is a bit boring, but I just want him to fight Corbyn because as bad as Corbyn, <laughs> as bad as Corbyn was as a leader in terms of like votes and stuff, I just think that he'd be the man for the job to give Scott Benton a good, hard slap across the face. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, the reason for this is because, um, actually, what, what we were saying before about the Yemen thing, Oh, let me just find the tweet that he said. Uh, I've got it at hand there. Yeah, so Scott Benton tweeted saying, in the middle of a pandemic and on the day of the budget, Keir Starmer focuses entirely on aid to Yemen in uh, PMQs. And then UK, Lembo- uh, UK Labour rather, wonder why voters in places like Blackpool think they are out of touch. They really don't have a clue about the priorities of working people. And the reason he needs a slap for that, right, is because Blackpool is a really like impoverished area. I grew up there. I live in Manchester now, thankfully. Sorry, Blackpool. Love you to bits. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really impoverished. And like one thing that Blackpool's always had a problem with is like kids going hungry, people being in, unemployed. So for him to come out and say something like that about like what he was saying when, as I said before, there's 400,000 starving kids in Yemen, the people of Blackpool, whether you vote Conservative or not, care about things like that. Like 
like most people I know back home are conservative, even voters. Like a lot of my family are conservatives, bar one. Um, and I don't know anyone who uh, who doesn't give a shit about kids. Do you know what I mean? So him to say that was just really uneducated. He clearly doesn't know the people of Blackpool and doesn't know his audience. I'm not, I know that a lot of people in Blackpool who voted conservative are getting really annoyed with just him in general. So, yeah, I just thought I'd go with like probably the most left-wing person out of Labour to give him a slap, which is Corbyn. Who's the uh, yeah. main event then coming up? Oh, the main event, mate. Like, again, there's not much thought into this, but it's just because these are the two biggest drips in both parties. It's got to be Jacob Rees Mogg against Diane Abbott, mate. How can you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... You know what I mean? <laughs> like, the pair of them, mate. Like, do I, do I even need to say any more about that? Just like Jacob Rees Mogg versus Diane. Everyone would pay to watch that. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, she, well, I reckon she packs a punch. Oh, no, she will, but Rees Mogg at the reach. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen him lying down in the House of Commons? Yeah. yeah. The extent that he does to the the tall back. Nah, that's a very good shout. That is a very yeah, good shout. Yeah, I think they're the only two people that, like, cross-party pretty much everyone is just, like, had enough of. Like, uh, one of my mates is, like, the biggest Tory you'll ever meet in your entire life. And even he was like, mate, Jacob Rees-Mogg, man, like, why does that guy ever get on a camera? Do you know what I mean? He's just, like, he's, he speaks for himself. He, he has got super sperm. What? Have you seen how many children that Jacob Rees Mogg? He's still popping them out. <laughs> he's got, I swear, he's got ten kids, ten Ben. Oh, like, you know what they look like as well. They all look exactly like him. Yeah. <laughs> all got- In fact, you look a bit like him, Connor. To come to speak of it, you oh, look a bit oh, like Jacob Rees Mogg. That's it. That's, 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 that's a new. I'm one. not having you on now. Get along up here. <laughs> I'm not having you on. That's it. Done. There you go, Halloween. Oh mate, yeah, maybe I need more circular glasses, don't I? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good, shout, good shout there from you, Liam. So. Uh, the undercards, uh, undercard there was what was the MP's name? Was it Steve Bolton? Was it Scott, Scott Benton? He's called Scott Benton. I don't know who Steve <laughs> Bolton is. I feel Steve like that's Bolton. another that's another MP <laughs> versus Jeremy versus Jeremy Corbyn, and then um, and then you've got uh, yeah, big one, Jake Rees-Mogg versus Diane Abbott as the as the mate. I think that would be a good yeah. good fight. You know what, I'm still batting. I'd actually pay, I'd pay serious money to see that person. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it'd be a good good fight. So yeah, very good shouts there. Um, Joel, have you had a thought about this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, at least you've done this, and you know, not the tweet. I always do this. this. I always do this. You know. Right, I, I come here and I come here to win. <laughs> right, right. Joel, so, who's your who's your on the card then, sir? It's a bit sticky one because I feel like, like to be fair, we probably do we have Irish listeners? Maybe who knows? <laughs> but this could this could go down badly, basically. Oh. So you know how there's been an issue in Ireland for since like hundreds of years, hasn't there? But yeah. let's solve it with a boxing match, basically, at the end of the day. Between. So, on the card, I've got a reinforced our leader of the DUP and Jerry Adams, who's all leader of Sinn Féin, <laughs> right? So yeah. the winner basically just decided, do you want a free island? Fight for it. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a unionist. I've got nothing to do with Ireland, but I want them to stay. Uh, so Jerry Adams, no I don't know who the current leader of Sinn Féin is. That's why I've just put no, Jerry Adams. I think got, it's, like, it's Jerry Adams. You could be no, there's a standing one. I, uh, right. I was trying to look it up, but it kept. Uh, I was trying to listen to him as well. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's the undercard. Sorry, I don't think Ireland is enough to be a main event because that's that's only because like these two big fucking uh, heavyweights are the absolute epitome of the best like what what is the competition in British politics ever. Benjamin Disraeli and William Gladstone. They can fight it off oh, to see mate, who's going to win it. That's a, yeah, it's a vintage one, that. It's a vintage yeah. one. It's, it's like, like, it's like, like when Tyson comes it's back. Ex, it's like an exhibition fight. You it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like when Tyson came back the other the other uh, month to have, like, just to settle it. It's, what is it? A grudge match. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring them back from the dead. All right, nice one. Classical so liberalism versus the founder of One Nationism. Right. <laughs> so there you go. That's Arlene Foster versus Jerry Adams as the undercard. 
uh, and William Glasgow Gladstone Gladstone versus Glad Benjamin Benjamin Disraeli <laughs> versus Benjamin Disraeli uh, as as the main event. So uh, to be fair, I'm still more inclined to I'll probably go to Liam's more than yours yeah, okay. at the moment. But but we'll go for we'll go for Sam's because you might be able to pull it pull it through. Um, right. So who's your who's your undercard? Your right, main undercard. undercard. I think these guys built up. They only were against each other for two years, but I think they built up a lot of resentment resentment for each other at that time. So I'm going for May versus Corbyn. I think we all want to see that fight. Yeah, it'd be all right. It'd be yeah. all right, but I think they got... awful fight though. Oh no, it'd be quick. I think it'd be slow. It'd be, oh, <laughs> it'd be sluggish. It'd be a sluggish fight. Yeah. Okay, then the main event. I just want to because I want to see someone hit. I want to see Boris versus Michel Barnier. Who do you want to see hit? Barnier. Barnier. Right. Okay. And I think Boris would like have a lot of resentment as well. Pack a punch. Or yeah, it's nice. Him. It's a good shout. Um, yeah, I, I would. Uh, I'd accept that one. Can Boris. I... Boris versus Barnier. That's. Uh... Is it? We both knocked each other out, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, I'm I'm definitely not a spokesman of the sport of boxing. However, I'm pretty sure it's a bit cheating to have a woman in the ring with a man. Oh, like, we've got Todd Abbott versus Reese Mogg. Reece I Mogg. know. I mean, but yeah. So we'll move on to to my my boxing uh, main event <laughs> and uh, undercard. We'll start with the undercard. The undercard uh, is two, uh, you know, female big heavyweight. Well, not heavyweights. Not fat. Um, <laughs> No, uh, Kamala Harris and Michelle Obama uh, oh. is going to be my uh, my undercard. I reckon it'd be a decent fight. They're both sort of, you know, I don't know how old Kamala Harris is, but you know, I think they're a similar age. So I think they'd, you well, know, they want to fight. Is beef I'm not saying they want to fight, no, but they're, they're fighting. Fight, like, fight. Like, <laughs> they're fighting, like you know, there can be nice spots in that. You know what I mean? They're not always the respect each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. They probably yeah. have a high five and that afterwards, and like you <laughs> a know. Hug. Yeah, yeah, there'd be there'd be respect there. Nice, I think nice. it'd be a good fight though. I'd I think it'd be commentating. It'd be quite Oprah commentating. Oprah commentating. Yeah, man. yeah, it'd be a good shot. I, th- I think she'd be um, power to the women. Yeah, it would be. I mean, it'd be. I think it'd be a great event, um, which then uh, comes up, up leads up, <laughs> leads up to um, Ben Shapiro versus uh, Andrew Neil. <laughs> um, and the reason I say this is because there's an interview with Ben Shapiro and Andrew Neil, and I'd highly encourage. Uh, anyone who's not seen it to go and check it out because it's it's really quite uh, quite fiery between them and like Ben Shapiro like he proper lays into Andrew Neil he calls him like badly motivated he says like ah oh, he just he accuses him of being like really left wing just for asking him like challenging Ben Shapiro on his views for those of you who don't know Ben Shapiro is like a really conservative uh, uh, like, yeah person <laughs> in in the US. What is his title? Like his job title? He's, I'm pretty social sure he's like a commentator. Yeah, he's a yeah. So, probably a social commentator. I'd, I'd say, but he's very conservative. He's sort of anti-abortion uh, and all the kind of you know just general traditional oh, conservative very religious, values. isn't he? Yeah, he's, 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 he's no, he's no, Jewish. 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 Yeah, yeah, he's Jewish. Um, so yeah, anyway, Andrew Neil versus Ben Shapiro. I think Andrew Neil got right under Ben Shapiro's skin. So the uh, the press conference would be a bit feisty, I reckon, and then. I don't know. I mean, oh, obviously, there's a bit... Okay. Okay. Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a bit of an age gap, though. So I reckon, I don't know, Andrew Neil, I don't know whether he's got it in him, but um, nah, I reckon he'll have a go. He, he's Scottish at the end of the day. So yeah, take something for the fight. Got a bit of fight. Have a few super tenants and a couple of stripes, mate. He'll be good to go in. <laughs> yeah, right, buddy, yeah. That's the thing. So, so yeah, uh, Andrew Neil versus Ben Shapiro is the, the main event. And then the undercard for that is... Uh, Kamala Harris versus Michelle Obama. Almost forgot my own undercard there. So yeah, let us know. We're gonna do. We'll do some more polls for I think, this. I think you've done something there, mate. I think yeah, I might have I'm, done. I'm losing again. Um, I reckon 
Yeah, I reckon you're in the chance there, mate. That was a uh, pretty good shout. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm I just need people who care about Ireland and also like classical, like, mm. yeah, you need, I think you, you chose a niche one again. Yeah, you chose a niche one. I like niche ones. Okay. Yeah, you do, you do. You like, niche. like you had Nietzsche and uh, Rousseau. At, yeah, That's Nietzsche. Table. Nietzsche hasn't. Uh, Nietzsche hasn't. Nietzsche. No, Nietzsche. Rousseau is <laughs> Rousseau <laughs> is niche though, isn't he? Um, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, um, so we'll move on from uh, from those uh, boxing matches, political boxing matches. Let us know. I'm going to do a few polls and that on the social media. So you know, let us know who's uh, who's fight, whose event you'd most like to go to out of four of us um, some good shouts in there though to be fair um, saying to be fair again that's banned yeah. I forgot that's banned that's, um, I have to put a yeah, quid in a jar every time yeah, I say it part of politics bingo that is yeah, that, yeah it is um, so yeah part of politics bingo me saying to be fair Joel making an inappropriate joke um, yeah anything else so yeah man we're right, we're right cheers yeah. Yeah, that's what you say every single time um, so yeah we'll move on to a bit of a sort of more serious debate now and a bit more of a a controversial uh, topic. It's definitely controversial. Uh, it's split opinion on Twitter and things like that. Can I introduce this? Can you I, want I, to introduce it? Where do we begin? You know? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm definitely going. Oh, back right. again. <laughs> I'll leave it there. Joel, <laughs> yeah, the there. end the episode. Um, no, as Joel alluded to there with his awful pun that just made my cringe glands swell up. Uh, it's Shamima Begum. And her basically last week, if you're not up to date with the news, um, she essentially it was ruled that she would not be allowed to come back to the UK to contest uh, the decision to revoke her British citizenship. Um, and there's obviously I'll, I'll just sort of go with the I'll introduce the two main sides of the debate. Right, one side is that it is technically, and this is true, is illegal for a country to leave someone stateless uh, under sort of, the, I think it's some sort of UN human rights charter is illegal to do that, which is what the United Kingdom has essentially done. Um, in Palestine. And, well, hang on, that's not, <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying this is the, this is yeah, the point. No, no, no. Um, as well as the fact that she was, people making the point, I'm not saying I agree with, you know, these points or not, but the, the people making the point that she was 15 at the time uh, and she was obviously groomed to join ISIS uh, and, you know, that should be taken into consideration. Then on the other side, uh, which is, you know, a debate where and I see both sides of the, of the argument here. Yeah, the other side is she was she was joined a, base, a terrorist group. Uh, she was old enough to know the consequences of joining a group like that at 15, I think. And, you know, it's fair enough to make that point. You are conscious of that. You you She joined a terrorist group that hates the United Kingdom that has committed terrorist attacks in the United Kingdom, killed innocent civilians, uh, innocent British people, uh, and innocent people uh, across across the world, across Europe mainly. Uh, and she, and there's the argument that she knew what she was doing and we shouldn't tolerate these kind of people uh, being in our country. So, yeah, I guess we'll go, we'll start with you, Liam. What are your, what were your sort of initial thoughts uh, on this kind of right. this debate? So, with this one, right, so technically I suppose like the left-wing stand would be, oh, well, she should come back and all that. But sometimes, in po- especially in politics, you have to put what you just what you think above, like what you, like your politics stance things. Mate, I don't think she should come back, I'm not going to lie. I do fully understand the, the argument where it's like, oh, well, um, she's going to be left stateless. And then some, so a lot of right-wing people saying, well, she can just go to Bangladesh where her parents are from. And I saw a Bangladeshi guy arguing there, well, why the fuck would we want to 
And that was actually an excellent point. Just because we're why why because we're British, should we say, oh well, Bangladesh is some second rate country or something that they should have to have? That's a load of bollocks. Like I understand that point of view. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough. Why should Bangladesh have to to have the burden of having a or Syria or wherever else? Like Syria, obviously trying to rebuild their country, and they they don't want these like ISIS scumbags there, do they? Do you know what I mean? So I understand that. And to be honest, the honest answer for me is like, if someone said, well, what would you do? I actually don't know. That's I'm not a politician, am I? So it's not up to me to decide. But yeah, for me, I wouldn't have a back. She's a threat to the country. What's to stop her coming back? She could pass on information. And on top of that as well, she'd be a drain on the taxpayer. By being in prison, it costs, uh, I think it's 43 grand a year per inmate in a prison. So we're going to have to pay for her just to be here. Do you know what I mean? And the, uh, you said about the groom thing as well. Yeah, there is an aspect because she was young and she was groomed. But another thing, it wasn't as if she went to like a mosque and then someone was like, oh, showed her these things and was saying, you should do this. She actually actively looked for it off her own back. She went online, found all the stuff, found out how to go onto the dark web and then connected with these people online. So, I mean, yeah, people do get groomed over a computer screen, but she actively went out looking for it. Yeah, she was young, but I mean, the Jamie Bulger killer was, um, he was 10 and he knew what he was doing. Do you know what I mean? John Venables, 10 years old. And like, if you know how to kill someone at 10 years old, join the terrorist organization at 15 it's young, but you know what you're doing. Like, we've all made stupid decisions when we were 15. None of us have joined fucking terrorist organisations. <laughs> like, that, that's my opinion on it, which a lot that'll probably surprise a lot of people being, like, left-winger. But, yeah. yeah. I, like you say, it does uh, maybe conflict with the sort of left-wing uh, viewpoints uh, yeah. which you which you align. But you did mention you obviously, uh, you did state at the start you were economically left-wing, rather, yeah. or economically, however you want to pronounce it. Um, rather than sort of on social issues. So I guess that's a fair distinction to make. Uh, any particular opinions on this, uh, Sam? Do I you agree. Ag- agree with Liam? Yeah, I couldn't agree with Liam. Yeah, yeah he, he's put it well. Hey. put it very well. There's so yeah. many rabbit holes that we could, uh, I could like really, like, I know you don't like to touch on this stuff, like political theory and philosophy, but there's yeah. so many rabbit holes that you can do that, go down this with this. Like yeah. the idea that the UN Charter has anything to do with it, of like an argument of whether this individual has a right, like, the like the ideas of states themselves like it, you, to leave someone stateless states never existed till like what mid 1600s in the first place like that's a completely no argument basically if i was going to go from completely libertarian someone say like anarchist perspective you're a cunt you're a cunt right now joining isis <laughs> dropping seas on the bottom yeah, joining isis <laughs> makes you do that like the point oh, mate i can't I, I literally really? my grandparents doesn't do it <laughs> you said so the C one. No, no, no. I was just talking about the. Oh, the, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. I was going to say. I mean, like, I feel people would agree. Like, agree. As far as that yeah, one no, goes yeah, to yeah, inspire yeah. people, it's definitely her. Potential. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, but, I'll say it's objective in this. In yeah, I'll, I'll limit yourself. But like, yeah. Um, if the idea of the state as well is to protect its own citizens, one citizen does not have primacy over all other citizens. There yeah. is like a lexical ordering, isn't there? When you commit a crime, like people who are in prison have less human rights than people who aren't in prison. People who are literally a national threat of security to a state no longer get human rights. Look at like Guantanamo Bay. They and look at people who get tortured like in the middle of the ocean or up in the sky so that there's no like state of national waters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like people it, it, when when you've done like she hasn't actually committed an atrocity, no, to like, be fair. It's what she, it's what not, she hasn't. Like, she hasn't herself, but obviously she was involved in a in an in an organization which but, was and she would have known about the thing. Like, yeah. She was just, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, she was uh, women in an organisation like ISIS. They don't assume a role of going into city centres and you know setting a bomb. Yeah, true. they they they're the brides of these. Like she's got two kids, or she had one kid, and I think one died, or something like that. So That's I mean, it's, it's a sad, sad situation, but but I think still, 
And like you said, and like on the other hand of that, go on, yeah. Like I, on the other hand, the entire agreement point, I kind of can't see because there is a big thing where I think it was like our generation, mostly our generation. Um, you know, when you get on YouTube when you're younger, and we're all politically inclined. I think we've all had an interest in politics since we were younger. And uh, basically, the YouTube algorithm led tons of American children who were like between the ages of like ten to like fourteen down into a path where they would just feed it constantly alt right. Oh, really? uh, alt right, yeah, yeah. So like, it started off with Ben Shapiro, and then you progressively get more to the right, and then they, that was why there was such a surge of alt right following, right. um, like in the like 2015 or something to put a round date on it. But uh, so like, you can kind of see how grooming politically, like grooming and like ex political extremities is like quite common. Yeah. Now she has she it. went, but that's an interesting point. Oh, yeah, Westboro, yeah. look at people who are joining the Westboro t- Church. Obviously, they're not bombing people. No, no, but, no, like, but she, no. she actively, like, she actively looked for it. Yeah, yeah. She, that was, she, that was, that, I didn't know that. She did. Oh, no, that was a didn't actually. She went. No, no. She went, actively looked for it. She was fifteen. She knew. I think all of these points are great. Like the um, Jamie Bolger killers. They, yeah. they were nine, ten, or something like that, and they, they have gone down. They're still. I mean, they're most. One of them got let out, and then another one Benables, got rearrested. Well, they got well, they got rearrested for being a child sex trauma. Yeah, and then like. Yeah, so but she actually she was fifteen. I think at fifteen, we all had an inkling that we all knew what ISIS were. Oh, we at fifteen, what, I knew what terrorist organization was. I knew yeah. joining it. When when I was, was fifteen, bad. I thought I knew everything, right? And I thought I was quite <laughs> mature. And like I, you kind of do when I was on a like you know when people say like, "Are oh, you only fifteen? Like, and people speak down to you. That used to annoy me because I thought I was just the same as every other adult, and I was like fully like thought of everything. I imagine other people are the exact same. Yeah, I am quite yeah. full of myself, but I imagine like she might. <laughs> Like, but it might have been the same. She definitely knew what she was doing. She joined ISIS. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, with, with that, like, I mean, him just saying, oh, yeah, you fully said, like, that's one thing, like, just being like a fucking arrogant, know it all 15 year old, where you're like, I don't know, you get lippy with someone, or you might go as far as, like, I don't know, like, if someone pisses you off, like, I don't know, I've heard of people in like, the young, like, who are fucking nutcases, like, bricking someone's window or something. Do you know what I mean? Stuff like that, which is bad, obviously. You, you don't want to that bit, like it, nothing as extreme as that. Do you know what I mean? Like that's one of the most extreme cases I've ever heard. It's like you say, like like you said, you know, we all make mistakes when we're young. But uh, I think yeah. joining, joining a terrorist organization is is um, yeah, that's up there. It, 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 different level. <laughs> New segment. Yeah, if you had to join one terrorist organization, <laughs> <laughs> who would it be? Come on, that's not a new Let's segment. Get that's not a new segment. <laughs> we're not. We're not adding that. Because it's me. Um, I don't know answer that. Yeah. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, I feel like the most left wing and like progressive take you could have on this would be Hamas. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because there's arguments that they're not even terrorists. We're not making this a feature. No, uh, we're not doing this. Not, <laughs> not, Joel, 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 we're not doing this. <laughs> I'm not. Connor on Twitter later on. It's like if you if you draw what terrorist group? What would yeah, you wait, like poll, poll, which terrorist organization would you want to draw? <laughs> Get it better. There's, there's too many. Yeah, there's too many. Is, is this another edit out part? This no, I might leave it. I might leave it. I might leave it. Um. So yeah. Joel wants to join Hamas episode ten. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll move on to uh. Well, well, that was a sort of up. Could have been a longer debate, but to be fair, but it wasn't really a debate because we all just sort of agreed with each other. So you know, maybe it'd be so an idea. With this podcast. Yeah, we do kind of agree on on well, not on everything, but on some issues yeah. like this. But yeah, anyway. So should we I'll just say one more thing about that as well before we move on. on. Like, I genuinely heard one of the most hilarious answers to like in my entire life when I was having a discussion about like, oh well, who should take it? <laughs> this lad that I asked, he went, 
Well, what happens to a um, what happens to like a stray dog when nobody wants it? It gets taken out the back and it gets shot. She needs <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, there's there's a very good discussion no. of ethics and politics. Death penalty. Oh, oh, the death penalty. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you say like shit. It's like no, I'm not. There you not, go. We're all not advocating. None of us are advocating. Yeah, we're not advocating that she gets shot. I just thought like, wow, that's a hot take of the week. In fact, there's your next, there's your next agenda. Hot take of the week. I wouldn't waste ammunition. <laughs> Right, we'll, right move, we'll move on. on. We'll move on from uh, from Shamima Begama. Yeah, divisive issue, uh, which coincidentally we all kind of agree on. But I mean, if you've got any uh, different views to us, which I mean, I'm sure people will. I'm, I'm not assuming that all our audience will think the same thing. That'd be a bit weird. You know, feel free to let us know what your what your yeah. Well, actually, funnily that you should say that. I, the original name for this like podcast blog was going to be the Echo Chamber. Um, yeah, well, it was going to be the echo chamber, and I had my mindset on it. I made a made a logo and everything, and um, then my cousin sent me a. He'd been looking on Spotify or something, and there was already a podcast called Echo Chamber, oh, and yeah. I was like, "Ah, oh, I can't do that." Um, so yeah, I reached. I changed the name anyway. I think part of politics is better because it allows us to drink beer as an excuse for the. Exactly. Pop, we, for the we still need to do name. that. What piss up episode? Piss up episode where we have a minimum of a crate before we start recording. <laughs> Liam, you probably the piss up episode. <laughs> oh, mate, I'll be all over that. <laughs> That's not coming for a while. Yeah, we need to wait until our audience is solid. We need to wait we until we start getting revenue so we can afford we... it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. I know, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll move on to uh, to the uplifting uplifting story. We've been speaking for a while uh, now. It's probably at least an hour, if not more. So, yeah, really good chat, though. Um, about some sort of big issues, the Labour Party, uh, Shamir Begum, and which politicians you'd like to see smack each other in the face. Um, obviously, the big questions that people want answering. Answering. Oh, my voice went weird. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, yeah, so um, we'll move on to the uplifting story. And it's actually quite a simple uplifting story. And I've had to change it, though, to be fair, because I initially had written down um, when I planned this episode yesterday, uh, Euros in England, but there's not going to be the Euros solely in England anymore. Um, what? Yeah. No, you no, your wafer have come out and said that it's not just going to be in one country. They they want to have it uh, across the 12 countries That's as stupid. was planned. Still. How ridiculous is that? Yeah, That's I know. Stupid. I know. Um, but we'll, we'll, to, to be fair, though, you can still make a good story out of it because uh, Boris Johnson uh, has announced, uh, I think it was on over the weekend, yeah. that, that he wants to put forward a nice uh, a nice bid for England, uh, well, the United Kingdom and uh, Republic of Ireland to host the 2030 World Cup. So that's something to all look forward to. It'll be 29 then. 29. He'll be 30. I'll be 30. Oh, Jesus, nice. Yeah. That's old. That. That's old. But yeah, 2030. I'll be young. I'll be like fucking 34 or something at 33. Yes. Man, yeah, that's, that is... Uh, don't want him for, but there you go. That's the uplifting story, a short one, but uh, football's coming home essentially. What? Not a slag off Ireland twice in one episode, like, but um, <laughs> when they said that it's going to be the like UK and Ireland, what major, like, what large stadiums do Ireland actually? They've got, have? I think they've got the Aviva Stadium. Uh, That'll be it, it'll just be that one, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what's the Aviva used for? Is that like rugby. their rugby? It's used for it's used for football. There'll be a rugby one. They have a large. I, I thought Ireland had like no football. Like I know it has a football league, yeah, but it's not exactly just, invested. They're, they're in like Ga- they're in like Gaelic football Gaelic, and stuff. Yeah. So maybe I don't know. Maybe they'll convert some of them. It's like a bit of like a hundred million. Or something. Maybe so the build, build one. Something. They'll probably build they might something. Do, yeah, yeah. They might do. Yeah. So, yeah. 
We'll see how, see how that goes. Obviously, 2030 World Cup. So, uh, you know, you have a chance of winning it by then as well. Yeah, uh, that's only an uplifting story if you actually like football. I just well, realised, but actually, nah. To be fair, it's actually, Ling- I mean, Lingard will still be like what 19 or something. Like that. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Who knows? Lingard will still be 19. <laughs> nah, he's still he young. Doesn't age. He's, still, <laughs> he's, he's an upcoming star. Yeah, nine years from now, bloody hell, that's uh, a long time away. But uh, <laughs> but there we go. The uplifting story. Uh, is that we might get a World Cup, which would be nice. I'd be nice to have that in my lifetime. I might yeah. be dead though before then. Who knows? Um, COVID. Yeah, COVID. I might catch. Might join a terrorist organisation, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm not 15, so. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, there we go. <laughs> there we go. We'll uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up there. Thank you very much uh, for joining us, Liam. I really appreciate it. I hope you had a had a good time in that. Yeah. No worries, boys. It's been a laugh, like. Yeah, no, I've been all right. It was, uh, yeah, some, made some really good points yourself. So, um, yeah, obviously, and we'll uh, we'll always have you on at uh, any other future point uh, whenever you want. So, uh, yeah, if anything, if anything mad happens, I'll uh, I'll give you a shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, cheers for taking uh, obviously time out of your day um, to do it for us. Um, I'd like to thank Sam as well. Pleasure, mate. Not me. I'd like to thank you. I was going to leave you directly away from me there. He took a a little glance at me. I was going to leave you to last because I just thought, you know, he took long to get here. Yeah, he did. So did you have a good time today, Joel? I did actually. Always. Always. Always a good time. With you. Yeah, you said that last episode as well. And the one before that. It kind of disconcerted me a little bit. So yeah, that was that was episodes eight, episode nine. I'm lost. I'm losing track. It's episode nine. Yeah, so... Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, feel free uh, to share it on all of your uh, social media if you enjoy it, obviously. Uh, give us a follow. Even if you don't, give it a share. Any publicity is good publicity. Agreed. Um, we learned that after the Emily episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so feel free to give it a share. Uh, give us a follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, get involved with our social media. We're at a pint of politics on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on Facebook and LinkedIn, just pint of politics. Have a look at our website as well. We've got a few blogs up. Uh, that is uh, com. off top of my head. I think that's right. Um, so yeah, feel free to get involved there and thank you very much for, for listening and we'll see you next time. Take care. Mm-hmm.